Welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast. I am your host, Ian Altman. I received a LinkedIn message the other day, and and I want to read it to you because you can't make this stuff up, and I actually want to bring it on screen um, so that I can can view it and I'll share it with you and, and read it, which is, Hi, Ian, not looking to spam you with messages, but I'd just like to see if you're currently looking for a lead generation initiative. That's like saying to somebody, not looking to be rude, and you know whatever they're going to say next is rude. So look, I don't want to be too forward. They're going to be too forward. Mm, Look, I don't want to sound racist. Rest assured, the next thing they say is going to sound racist. It's one of those things where, it's a bad way to reach out. And what I think is funny is that this is somebody who is in the business of trying to do lead generation. So what I really want to talk about in this episode is the big mistakes that I see people making on LinkedIn, the major oversights, the foolish ways people reach out that candidly ruins the platform. So if we can help people, and it may be that you watch this episode and you say, okay, I'm going to forward this to this vendor of mine, because that's one area is people reach out, they use things like in-mail, they haven't gone through a mutual connection, they've established no expertise, and then they reach out that way. My other favorite is another one I got recently from someone that said, hey, I want to know if you're looking for this type of service. I said, thanks so much for reaching out. Really not interested in that. They said, well, can you refer me to somebody else? And I replied, let me see if I get this straight. I don't know you. I have no experience with you. And you want me to introduce you to someone in my network. I guess I could. What do you want me to say? Hey, by the way, here's somebody. I have no idea who they are. When they reached out to me, I thought they were pretty much useless. You might feel they're useless too. You haven't established any expertise, yet you're asking for additional information. You're asking for favors, but you haven't done anything to help them. My other favorite is the people who reach out, and it starts with something like this. It starts with, hey, Ian, your profile caught my eye, and it looks like we know some of the same people. I'd love to add you to my network. Now, those of you who know me know that I have a standard reply for all those. It's built into a little key sequence. I type four characters and it says, if the person's name is Jeremy, Jeremy, thank you for reaching out. What specifically inspired your connection? What I get in response is something that falls into one of two categories. The first response is no response at all, which tells me they used marketing automation to spam the heck out of the free world. They blasted as many people as they could on LinkedIn before LinkedIn blocked them from sending messages. And now when somebody responds, they didn't even consider the fact that someone might respond to this terrible approach. In fact, it's so pathetic. They're thinking, well, I wouldn't respond. Who else would? And anybody responds, it's probably a bot. The second category of response is when people immediately jump into a pitch and their pitch is flawed because their pitch usually sounds something like, well, we offer this service and do you have a need for this service? For example, we offer software development and it's really cheap. So can I send you a proposal? Once again, I have no idea who you are. You haven't established any expertise. You're telling me about what it is that you do, but you don't know anything about what my needs might be. If you wanna get top results for your team, 
take a look at the Same Side Selling Academy. Just visit samesideselling.com to learn more. It would be like walking into a networking event. You walk into the networking event, somebody comes up to you and says, hi, I'm Jim. And you say, Jim, let me tell you about what we do for software development. Jim would smack you in the head, and rightfully so. I'm not condoning violence, but it would be offensive. And quickly, Jim would tell everyone else in the room, look, you want to stay away from this, this Jeremy person because they're a pariah and they're just looking to use other people in the room. So how could you reach out instead? Well, for starters, you can take some time before you do any of this type of outreach. And you can ask yourself, who are the people we help the most? What's the profile of organizations we can help the most? Here's a spoiler alert. It's not the number of companies, the industry they're in. That's just like too trivial. It's more, I want to see people who are experiencing this type of challenge. I want to see businesses who have opened new offices. I'm looking for people who have job postings. And those people have job postings, which means they're hiring and expanding because we help companies that are expanding. It may be companies that are doing big marketing initiatives, launching new products. It may be companies that are, are continuing to expand. So maybe you sell commercial real estate and you want those opportunities. Maybe you're in the insurance industry. And if they're hiring more people and adding offices, they probably have new insurance needs. So first, we want to find that kind of situational information that we can find. Then once we identify those people, take the time to see what they are posting and add comments and like the things that they post and engage with them at that level. Now, if you've done that, after a little bit of time, you could say, hey, I really enjoyed your post about X, Y, and Z. Would you be open to connecting here on LinkedIn? Well, now they say, oh yeah, that's the person who liked five or six of my posts. That's fine. This is not open season now for you to pitch your stuff. All I would say is, hey, thanks so much for connecting. I look forward to learning more about what it is that you're doing. Now that we've established some sort of rapport and relationship, and I continue to, to share things with them, I might even share something with them that says, hey, here's an article that I thought you might find interesting about the kinds of patterns, the types of issues that we're seeing come up in your industry that are kind of trends that we're starting to notice, I thought you might find that interesting. And then you share information and get their feedback. You might even say, hey, we're drafting something about these common issues in this industry. Which ones do you think might be relevant? You might even create a poll. You could create a poll that says, here are the top three issues that we're seeing these days. Which one do you think is most relevant? Well, if you create a poll on LinkedIn and people vote on it, you can see who voted on which answer. And now you get a sense of what might be relevant to those people. See, LinkedIn is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And too many people approach it like a sprint. Oh, I'm going to spam a whole bunch of people. I'm then going to pitch them on our stuff. And what they tell us is it's a numbers game. So I'm going to reach out to a thousand people of those thousand a hundred are going are gonna to say that they might have some interest. Of those hundred, 10 will actually want to speak with us. And of those 10, maybe three will be a good client. We can get one. So I reach out to a thousand people to get one client. What you've also done is pissed off 999 people. And it's people who say, that person's a loser. Now, if someone reaches out to me and hasn't done their homework, how likely am I to refer them to somebody else? I'd look like a fool. 
Oh, yeah. Let me refer to this person who wouldn't take 30 seconds to research my background before reaching out to me. I had another one recently where someone reached out and they said, well, I'd love to talk to you about how we can help you because we're experts at business growth. And I said, okay, so what is it about my profile that led you to believe that I need to help when it comes to business growth? And the person responded and said, well, I know that for a lot of speakers, sales and business development is something that's really challenging. And I said, okay, so which topics led you to believe I need help in that area? And then the person responded and said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize I didn't realize in your profile. And yeah, I'm familiar with your book. And I said, well, maybe you should read it. The point I'm trying to make is that if you don't do your research in advance, it reflects poorly on you and your business. If you take a more disciplined approach, if you think about who can I help the most, you then reach out to those people, not proactively about sales opportunities, but more take interest in what they're doing, help promote what they've got going on, then share some industry trends that might be relevant to them. Maybe ask for their input and feedback on different things that you think might be relevant and include some polls that might get people to participate and engage with you. Now you've got a foundation where you can actually have a discussion and you better start with, here are the problems that we solve for people like you, not here's what I'm trying to sell. So please don't take the spray and pray approach to LinkedIn. You're actually hurting the platform. Instead, be pragmatic, do your research, and you'll probably see much greater results. If there are topics you'd like me to cover on the Same Side Selling Podcast, just drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. Whatever platform you're viewing this on, would love it if you would subscribe, share, like. You can even send us hate mail, whatever you like. But please feel free to share this with other people and let us know what you'd like to hear on future episodes. See you next week on the Same Side Selling Podcast.